Sie hören Sport und Musik. Das Spiel ist aus! Deutschland ist Weltmeister! Mario Götze! Mario Götze! Tonight, whether you call it football, football or soccer, a German-American and a German in America dare to call it Fußball. German Fußball from an American point of view. Let's add some buns to that hamburger and join them for the Schnitzel Boys Deutschland Hour! Oh, the graphics are long. That's on me. Oh, that's good. We have the music. So that was the buns on your hamburger one. I the guess buns the, in the hamburger. That's let's put right. some sauerkraut in your hot dog. That, was the <laughs> that sounds fake. Sounds yeah. kind of dirty. They yeah. both sound a little, a, lo- a little dirty, but it's okay. Yeah. We're a a pretty rated R after night podcast. For sure. For sure. Yes. Yes. As much as, uh, well, anyway. Yeah. That's the new open. Very nice. Nice work there. Thank you. Thank you. And here we are in the Deutschland, in the Deutschland hour. And uh, we got big news this week. I was like, this is going to be a chiller week. We just got one game to talk about. But no, German soccer exploded over the weekend. Well, uh, but not German, but German sports explode over the weekend. German sport because our soccer team may be, may suck, but we are now we are we now are a basketball nation. Hell yeah, baby! We won the FIBA World Cup. We beat USA in the semis and beat Serbia in the Serbia final. Serbia in the final, yes. Serbia, Incredible. which is you know, Eastern Europe has a great basketball tradition, right? Uh, Vlade Divac is. Around there somewhere, Vlade Divac, the star of Trabi Goes to Hollywood, which I believe we talked about last week, right? Did we ever talk about that Thomas nope. Kupchak movie? Well, I mean, we talked about. it. I don't think we talked about it on the show. But we I have some of the other stuff to talk about. I have some of the other stuff to talk about. Daniel Young, congratulate! Thank you very much. Granted, although it's such a big deal in Germany, I don't really know the actual context of the FIBA World Cup, like. Like I was the asking, does LeBron James play in that? I thought it was the Olympics was the bigger tournament. Right? No, I mean the it's the it's similar, I guess. You know, they they'd send an NBA team. They don't send uh, college. It's players. not the it's not the All Stars. Yeah, well, it used to be college, but no, this is it's oh. an NBA team. They had a pretty good. Um, I mean, there's two ways to look at this here, right? Like, I mean, there's also there's of course the American perspective like the Stephen A. Smith or whatever who are like, oh, anytime America loses, that means they suck. They they failed. Right. Or the team was bad or didn't that's not necessarily the case. There's other I mean the NBA has become a lot more international. There's people in other countries that uh play well basketball and uh, but Germany has not traditionally been one of those. No. Like I don't think we've ever had a sniff at this like even even mildly but somehow this particular group dennis schroeder who's been an nba a, a good nba player for for several years and i guess they had a couple uh um francis franz wagner and and other you know a bunch of bunch of very tall white dudes and dennis schroeder to pull it all together at point guard was enough to hold off the U.S. and then in the final to S- Serbia, which also I think was was favored, right to win. So uh, my mother 
called me and celebrated. And that means it's a big deal because my yeah. mother doesn't do sports unless <laughs> something big happens like big. that. Yeah. So uh, I, had, I had a I had a second cousin also send me the mat like sent me a, a video clip of them celebrating and be like we did it yay or whatever and it was very random and I was like cool that's fun I, I know it, it's kind of news over here like it was on the Twitter sphere the X sphere no people differently was, I mean people here the narrative is how come we should have won American right? team was because the American team then also lost the uh, bronze medal game to Canada so there was definitely something going on but uh, oh. um. I mean, just amazing. Like, also nice to see those guys celebrate. They clearly did not expect to win at all. So it's, it's always fun. Um, and we've been kind of bemoaning the, the general malaise that's German sports these days. So it's, it's, nice to, it's nice to have this kind of pop out out of nowhere as a pleasant surprise. Um, yeah, good the times. Coach. Especially then, especially then uh, a couple hours later... We very uh, unceremoniously got dismantled by Japan in soccer. In soccer. So the big news is Hansi Flick is flicked. Flick raus. The big soccer Um, news. Yes. The big soccer news. uh, And I believe it was, I forgot who it was, Build or Kicker or some other website, offered the new candidates. And on the top of their list was a Canadian Finnish man I've never heard of. And he was the head coach of the German basketball team. Whoever the heck the head coach of the German basketball team. Oh, oh, so they're just gonna pick him they're just gonna pick him. To be the new head. So yeah. Germany's head coach was a Canadian dude. So that's interesting. And uh he is uh com- comedically being touted as the next coach of the German national team. All right, let's start with a quiz, Bjorn. I got a quiz Can't for you. Can't do any worse than Hansi Flick. Yeah, okay. How many uh, head coaches have England had in their history, do you think? Give or take. Like starting 19th When they century? invented football to now. Um, how many? Yeah. Uh, 15. 15. Okay, good guess. Uh, how many head coaches have Italy had since they invented football until now? Uh, 27. 40, 41 is the answer to that. <laughs> to that. Oh, okay. Uh, how many how many head coaches has Brazil had since they invented football? Brazil has had uh, 21. Uh, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, <laughs> 37, 38, 39, 40. Carlo Ancelotti is their 40th coach. Wow, okay. And, and England has only had 19. How uh, many did I say? You said, said 15. 15. 15. Okay. So that was pretty close. All okay. Right. How many 
uh, coaches has Germany had in their history since they invented football? Well, I don't. I think I can name all the German right. coaches. So there oh. was. Uh, well, I know there was Otto Nerz was the first right. one. He was the, and then Zepp Herberger after him. Mm-hmm. Uh, for he and he. Uh, and then Helmut Schön after him. Mm-hmm. And you and remember then, Helmut Schön, right? That's like I do remember you Helmut Schön a yeah. little bit. Like I remember him, yeah, being sort of a presence mm-hmm. in my. And then Jub Derval, who was not very well liked, his former assistant took over after him, and he kind of, kind of, I don't know if he was fired, but he was not extended, kind of thing. Yeah, and then after Devil, it was Franz Beckenbauer took over for the for those couple of World Cups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, getting uh, the final then, in one, winning the other, and then right, and then it was Betty Folks after that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's when I came in the fold. I, I, I started okay. following Germany when Betty Folks. And then finished. it was Erich Ribbeck, former assistant, very briefly. That did not go well at all. And then right. Rudy Considered- Rudy. And then Rudy Völler had to, had to step in after, after him. Christoph, after Christoph Daum was after found Christoph to be Daum a was not junkie. didn't get the job. Right. Uh, so Rudy Völler then stepped in for the first time, um, and then it was Klinsmann after that, mm-hmm. and then it was Yogi Löw after that, and then it was Hansi Flick after that, and now it's Rudy Völler again. How many is that? Uh, this says eleven. With this. I, don't, I didn't count what you just said, but what you said is correct. Uh, okay. it, says, it says Germany's had 11 coaches, significantly yeah, fewer. Yeah, we we're and, a conservative country. We don't like... And it's the only country where four coaches have 100 caps each. Uh-huh. And, I think, and I think no one, was, no one was ever officially fired, like mid... Right. I think they always... Every, every other time, the turnover was always after a tournament or... It was even Eric like, well, even, even is people, considered... To be the big failure, right? Everyone's like, "Everyone's right. nuts." But it was he brought after Mateos, the. But he but did his two-year he, contract, and then it was done. Not like and he was then fired. It was done. It was yeah, it was yeah. Done. So no, yeah. this is the first time anyone's ever gotten fired, like yeah. just like that, like after a game. This was terrible. Goodbye. Yeah, that's and really, so that's I it. mean, and and really, this just speaks to, you know, they should have let him go after the World Cup, really. And so, I mean, that was the same with. The same with with Yogi Löw. They the, kept him too long sure. after the after he got knocked out of the World Cup. It's like that's just a good, you know. You should just turn the page, and they didn't. And it really, I mean, it's sort of hard to overstate what a letdown this was, right? Like if you if when he came on, it was like the obvious the obvious pick, right? Right. Mm-hmm. It was like unanimous. Like, yeah, he's gonna. He did great at Bayern. He knows all the. It was like he's the. He's the. He's the player. Uh, the logical choice player coach. Like, you know, like kind all, of, like a, cons- kind of was... a conservative, conservative guy. Not a not a big tinker necessarily. Perfect for the national team. Blah blah blah. It's like nobody would have predicted myself included would have predicted that this would go so wrong, but it really did. And it and it. Um, and the Will World Hansi Cup- Flick go down as the worst German coach of all time? I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, at this point, I think... Um, 
Who was he was only Probably. head coach for he started when the Euros ended, which was summer of twenty twenty one, right? Because Liv was still coached during the Euros, right? Am I wrong? Yeah, so it was after the fall. Yeah, it was like two uh And he had thirteen months, right, from the one summer through to the World Cup pretty much or how how long was that? He had a little bit eighteen months or something. Fifteen no, it was, months. Yeah, it was like, like a year plus, like fifteen was months. A, yeah. It was a year and a cut, so it was fifteen months. His entire t- then he's been coached since then. Was it? so I guess they gave him an extra year after the World Cup. But like so his tenure, I guess, is around the same length. Yeah, it's about two years, right? Because it's it's fall of two thousand twenty three. He was appointed in fall of 2021. So he had two years and he had one tournament, just like Liebig did. Liebig had two years and he had one tournament, Euro 2000. And Hansi Flick had the 2022 Qatar. Who was a, and everyone considers Eric Liebig the worst sort of coach of all time, probably more so than Yupteva. And I wonder, do you think Flick now replaces Eric Liebig as like Flick is now the worst? Who had the worst tenure, Liebig or Flick? Um,. How did that Euro go? I don't even remember the the. We lo- it was. I remember. I remember it was my first Euros. We lost to England one nothing. That was the big game. We lost. Uh, we tied Hungary. I think one one. It was very disappointing. Mm. And then we lost to Portugal three nothing in that third group game, and we were eliminated. We we, okay. we scored one goal. Let five go past us, and we were eliminated. Right there. I think we were the last place. I mean, I would say. I would say. The World Cup, I, I I don't think we were all that terrible. Right. I thought we were, um, you know, people kept saying how we had we were like leading the the all the teams in terms of chance generation, blah blah blah. Like we, I think we were more unlucky than terrible at the World Cup, and obviously the the Spain, the big win of Spain over Costa Rica, sort of skewed the goal differential thing. Right. So we were a little. We were more unfortunate than terrible, but since then, it's been um, just—it's ter- just been awful. After after that, in so the terms first of- World Cup game was losing Japan. I wouldn't say unlucky. Japan beat us, and and it was that Japan game. Yeah, that but they were the a lot of—I mean—generated a lot of chances, and then you know, and kind of gave up two two soft goals on individual mistakes, and like a lot of. In general, like you generated generated enough to win the game, but just couldn't, just didn't put it, just didn't put it in. Then we and had that tie. We then we had that tie against Spain. That was a quite right. a good, you know, we played pretty well. And yeah, and, and then that uh, bonkers four two against Costa. Rica. And then the and then we won. We beat Costa Rica, but but not by enough, not not by enough goals. But then here we are a year later, and we played at Japan again. Well, I mean, that's what I was, that's what I was, I was, I think I was texting you. I was texting you. I was like, yeah, in the, during the world cup, it just felt like an upset. Right. Um, But now it just felt like, no, that team is legit better. Like there's just no, it's not like, oh my God, we lost to Japan. It was like, no, they are, this is, they, 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 they are just better. Yeah. Yeah. So Hansi Flick was fired and, and, and that surprised me because that is unprecedented. German, like like we talked about, Germany's very conservative. They also don't pick; they pick interesting coaches. Like Hansi Flick was an interesting pick; it was a good pick. Jürgen Klinsmann, very creative pick. He had no coaching experience when he took over the national team. You know, their the picks are interesting. And now, well, I think Flick at that point, fired. at that point, it was a job. 
no one wanted. That nobody wanted. Yeah. You know, like Arsene, Arsene Banger and... turned it down. I remember that vividly. He was yeah. the guy they wanted, and he said, no, thank you. Um, and I think they offered, I think, oh, they offered to Omar Hitzfeld. Omar Hitzfeld said, no, thank you. Uh, and then Klinsmann is like, I'll do it. And then the rest of history. And he only had it, he only had it for two years, too. So right. like he was, he was, uh, but then Yogi Love took over, and he, you know, probably deserved most of the credit for whatever and happened. And Yogi Love is such an interesting pick. He would never have gotten hired. He was some obscure Stuttgart coach. Who the heck was he, you know? And he became one of Germany's most decorated coaches. You know, so we the Germans do it differently. We do a little bit differently. That's why this is very Well, they have they they, they right. traditionally have promoted from within. It's like you have right. these these guys and then their assistants get it and and um, That was Hansi. Um, he was the old assistant. Yeah, he German was, tradition. Right. But but he became the new Yop Deva, where it's like, well, this. Well, time he also work. had a very successful stint at Bayern in Bayern, between, right. unlike any of these other. So right. he had like he had the institutional knowledge, and but also had proven himself uh, uh, on a, on the club level, which made him such a no brain, you know, which which made him such a no brainer. But it's like, mm-hmm. it's it's sort of puzzling how it went how it went so wrong but since the world cup all these friendlies have just been disastrous like and he has not he hasn't settled on his starting lineup the midfield is a complete mess i mean his defenders keep letting him down i mean it's not yeah. he, he didn't tell he didn't tell right. robin gozens to to right. hand the ball over in midfield to the, i mean that was that's that's not and that's then that fourth Lundsy, goal that fourth Lundsy goal fault the defenders are statues, the Japanese players in the middle of the box, yeah. uncovered, uncut, sloppy header, bounced in. And I'm like, cover the guy. Defend I the guy. What was interesting, I thought, is that I read today that Gund- Ilkay Gundalan feels bad. Hmm. Um, he was just named captain, yeah. That he feels responsible for uh, uh, getting. And that was the one thing about this Japan game where I was like, oh, finally. Finally, Gundogan has the key to the midfield. You know, like that was right. the thing that was so puzzling for all this time, where he had like him and Kimmich, and he had had him play so deep, and uh, uh, really not you like he didn't. It seemed like he couldn't figure out what to do with Gundogan, who was like you know basically Germany's uh, best player, right? I mean, most arguably, people. you know, arguably, um, yeah. He had he had a had a had a a, a, a key role at the best club team around and um yeah so that was just weird how he couldn't and i guess that was the one thing that 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 seemed good about the japan set i mean there was a lot again there was a lot to like there was uh the lineup was great when that lineup came out lineup was was good florian florian wirtz was looking good uh he is he seems to have found himself and for me yeah the big thing was was uh, that Gundalan was was able was was allowed to play much higher and Kimmich I mean, was right back, Schlotterback was left back. Yeah, that Kimmich was, was right back. We've 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 sort of given up on Kimmich at the six, and so there were a lot of uh, um, there's a lot of positives, but it's like the the team just doesn't it's just not hanging together. The defense, yeah, just so many defensive mistakes, and we have to see like the Schlotterback just puzzles me as a. Also, it's like the three, the th- three center back. Thing. I don't know. There was just a lot of, uh, um, he he, yeah, he switched to to another. The defensive lineup was different again. Mm-hmm. 
We are hosting the Euro. That's why this is happening. The country is hosting the Euro in nine months. There was just no more. It was just no more messing around. Like it had to, it had to get, it had to be, had to get better. They, they promised a big overhaul. They promised a whole new lineup. What that meant was bringing Thomas Müller back and not, and not. He was so ineffective. I didn't even know he was on the uh, field. And uh, um, the the only bright spot, especially in that first half, was Leroy Zane. Remember, he was pretty on point. Yeah, he was good. Leroy Zane was actually creating opportunities, and you know, Serge Gnabry. I haven't seen anything from him in months. I don't know what he's been doing. Thomas Muller off the bench, ineffective. Leon Goretzka was left off the lineup. He's probably laughing his ass off <laughs> right now. But like Kai, Kai Havertz. I mean, Fukug is hurt, so Kai Havertz. As, as ineffective as he is in Arsenal, yeah, there's something up worked. with our players right now. Our players, they're lacking confidence. So, but it's not. It's on on paper. It's not a bad lineup. On paper, you think? Yeah, I saw that lineup. Pretty, I'm like, hell yeah, good. this is it. If I were playing football manager, this is the lineup I would choose. And it goes to show you that being good at football manager doesn't mean you're good at real football because the lineup <laughs> failed miserably. You know, Tony Rudiger is full. Has got some mistakes in him. I don't know. Uh, I don't want to blame. Like, so I, anyway, I don't know where to. Uh, so three tournaments in a row, very poor. The Euros, we did make it to the round of 16 or whatever. But other than the Portugal game was a pretty poor tournament for us, right? And and the two, 2018 was a disaster. And yeah, so I watched the All or Nothing documentary. The big news this weekend. Oh, don't tell me. I haven't seen it. I won't. Well, I have observations. Talk about the observations. Okay. And then when you see it again, we'll talk about it again. But uh, the All or Nothing documentary was great. It takes you behind the scenes of the whole Qatar process. I would love to be taken behind the scenes of the 2018 process. I was a little more curious about what happened there. Uh, but the reality is we've had three really bad tournaments. So just can't figure it out. The German national team is in a terrible period right now. I, I, I came in the fold in the 90s. And in the 90s, the German national team was bad. Not not the worst they've ever been, but pretty bad. And it was frustrating for me to watch them and have all the the Brazils and the Italys, even the Englands, just be better and Germany just a shadow of a form itself. And I was glad they rebooted and became the great again. I was glad I could see that. I, I saw them won a World Cup. But but this period they're in now is arguably worse than them in the nineties, right? In the nineties they won a Euros. In the nineties they made it to the quarters. The last three tournaments, they can't even get out of the group stage. Yeah, two two World Cups out of the group state. Not you know that's unprecedented. That's never happened. I, I, yeah, I guess I'm being hard because in the '90s they won a World Cup and a Euro, so, so it couldn't have been that bad for the Triple National. 1990, League. yeah, they won yeah. a World Cup. 94 and 98, right? They they got they got bounced in the in the uh, quarterfinals. Quarter yeah. Which yeah, that's I mean the U.S. would would sign up for that getting right. bounced out of the quarterfinals two world cups in a row but yeah for us it was it was dis- it was disappointing but then there was a i mean we have been we have been historically this is the context we always have to put this in compared to every other country we've been spoiled rotten right. by our national team like we just don't that just doesn't happen we don't get bounced out of the mm-hmm. and so yeah, this is a this is a historic historic lull, and we have to see how. I think the player the, yeah, I mean the the player pool is not quite as, but I mean I think. The team is just not. 
it's not flowing. It's not the no. team is not more than the sum of its parts. The team is less than the sum right. of its parts. I think it's and a big confidence crisis, and that's a and that's a problem. And so I'm and surprised. Think, Are you as surprised at me that it was not Oliver Bierhoff that was the big issue? <laughs> you thought that was going to fix it? The Hootie Fuller, Hootie Fellas, uh, Hotels.com login was going to be better than... Uh... <laughs> Turns out that almost had nothing to do with it. Hey, what about that? <laughs> Oliver Bierhoff... But here we off. are again with Rudy yeah. Fuller, and that and that went well in 2002. Legendary. It did not he, go well he, in 2004, though. He did well, but 2000... You don't... I mean, I guess you were like that. It was that was that was uh, a memorable for me. Well, I mean, the summer of two thousand two was a big it was a big year for me. I met my wife that summer, and so there was a lot going on in my life that made that made it a, a happy summer for me. But the World Cup was a big thing, and that German team under Rudi Völler, who who took over because there was nobody else. Uh, who was going to do it? And that team was not going to be good. I, I, nobody thought they would right. do anything, and they made a run to the final. And we were singing Rudy Feller's name yeah. uh, every chance we got. And and so, uh, yeah. And then in two thousand four, it didn't it didn't go as well. I mean, do you know what country I was living in during the summer of two thousand two? Brazil, I think. Yeah. So yep. you had an even better time. I was there. I was there when they won the final, and it was crazy. The whole party, the whole country's at the same party. Now, granted, I was rooting for the other team, but still, it was a very interesting experience. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, and I mean, that was obviously well-deserved and never in doubt, but up to then, it was a fun it was a fun tournament for us. So now we have Rudy Feller again, and perhaps, I don't know, is that going to be a short thing, or is he going to stick around for the yeah, maybe. for this tournament? That that would help with the German coaching numbers. Be like, if, we still uh, only had eleven because we had still one guy only twice. Had eleven because he's he doesn't count. Now, so I would love to offer some thought. Unless no, please go. I was going to say. Well, I can on. tell you before you offer your thoughts. I can tell you what Lothar Matthäus thinks. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He did. But I think I agree with his thoughts, though. You, him and tell me, you, you tell people what he said. Yeah, Lothar Matthäus thinks it should be Jurgen Klopp. Uh, Jurgen Klopp's not ready now. He's got a job, so he thinks that he should take over after after the Euros and up to the Euros. They should get Matthias Zama, right. who is uh, basically hasn't been hasn't coached right now in and years. He's, he's a, he's a like, sport director. Yeah. He's like the sport director behind the scenes, but he could right. he could pitch in. He would be okay with Rudy Feller doing it. Rudy Feller says he feels uh, he feels a duty to step in here. Um, and uh, so that's what I thought you at some point were saying. And I, somebody else on Twitter was saying, oh, it's going to be Nagelsmann for sure. That doesn't seem like it's well, let's talk necessarily. About it. okay. But you, you tell me my, what you think. I'll save my thoughts for later. Let's talk about, uh, okay, so Flick was fired. Actually, let's do this in a row. Let's talk about Flick for a little bit. And then when it's done, let's talk future. Great. Let's talk coaches because that's an interesting discussion. Okay. So I watched the All for Nothing documentary, which is also part of the ah, weekend. It was right. a little controversial, right? On Twitter, it was shared that he did this whole thing where he wanted them to fly together like geese and be geese and geese around and all that stuff, which is hilarious to me because it was right out of the Mighty Ducks 2 playbook. <laughs> Have you ever seen the kids' movies, Mighty Ducks, Mighty Ducks 2? Great movies. 
hockey players are told to be ducks and they quack and they fly together. Ducks fly together. And a hundred percent during this documentary, uh, right before the world cup, Hunzi flick airs this documentary of a bunch of geese flying around and the camera just pans around all the players, just scratching their head and like putting their hands in their face being like, the fuck is that essentially? And then it goes to Hunzi. He's like, the reason I showed that to you is because that's you guys. Obviously geese and you are unrelated. However, they fly together and they, they're fluid. That's you guys. Be the geese. Throughout the whole tournament kept talking about being the geese. And I don't think the players bought into that. <laughs> I, don't think anybody, I don't think anybody bought into that. Clearly not. So that's hmm. observation one. Okay. I have a few observations. I hope these aren't spoilers. Oh, you got a list? We have a list of observations. Long list. Okay. Uh, first and foremost, is Kimmich toxic? Is he a toxic presence? In the locker room. It has surprised me, but in the first episode, you see him fight with not one, but two players. Him and Zula went at it, and him and Rudiger went at it. Kimmich gives them notes. He tells them how to play, and they don't like it. Hmm. And Kimmich isn't the team captain. So that was very interesting for me to observe. They, they, they shook hands, and afterwards they were interviewed. They're like, oh, yeah, whatever. That's what Yazoo was like. You know, it's not a big deal. You know, they, 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 they played it off. But I'm like, I don't know if I love that. I don't know if Kimmich should be giving notes. And then, then when I, and then Hansi Flick comes in, Kimmich and Zula are literally – they're about to go to blows. They're, like, fighting in the locker room. And Hansi Flick comes in. He does nothing. He doesn't – I think he eventually walks over and be like, all right, guys, settle – or whatever – but my, my general census of this whole thing, the consensus, is that Hansi Flick was very hands-off and very mm. passive in general. Like the whole Geese video, he was just – he wasn't very passionate in how he spoke. Like I, I think what, the reason I say confidence crisis is because I think there was a lack of man motivating. And Hansi Flick was not the best motivator, which surprises me. Uh, he also kept bringing up this. During team meetings, he kept saying that Germany doesn't believe in you. He kept saying that over and over again. And I'm like, you really shouldn't say that. I don't know. I'm not going <laughs> to say Stop telling them that. Like, it's psychologically damaging. Could also lead to the lack of confidence. On two different occasions, Hansi Flick is like, listen, the Germans are not backing you guys. <laughs> I, just said, I just said that to them. Because this was during Qatar and at home they're boycotting and blah, blah, blah. It was wintertime and the fan fests were empty because it was pretty cold and they didn't really want to come. And I'm just like, is these is this some sort of reverse psychology thing going on? They don't really need to know that. They should be told there are fans. They were fans. 10 million people tuned. They were fans. It's unfair to tell them that the Germans weren't behind them. I thought that was a little odd. Um, after the Japan game, Schlotterbeck did that mistake at the end of the game, right? Where he let the Japan, the guy that smoked him on the side of Japan beaten, score beaten the winning by, goal. Beaten by uh, Bochum's... By Bochum, Bochum legend Takuma Sano, yeah. Takuma Sano. Who scored again, and scored again on Saturday. Yesterday, right, loves, on Saturday. Uh, yeah, just loves playing against Germany. So they're, they're in the video room looking at the analysis, and at the end, Hansi Flick shows that play, and it's like, what do we think happened here? Anybody? Schlotti, they call him Schlotti. Schlotti, do you have something to say? And it zooms to Schlotti and just sits there quietly, says nothing. And Thomas Muller speaks up. He's like, I think it's a case of philosophy. And just brings up the philosophy, something about philosophy or something. And then that was the end of it. Then they moved on. 
And I'm just like, what the hell? I don't know. Again, I'm not a coach. But shouldn't Schlutterbeck have had to explain himself? Or Hansi should have been like, Schlutty, what did you, like, you need to do better than this. You know what I mean? Like a, a hammer, some sort of accountability needs to happen. And they deflected and they got out of it again. There's just no accountability. Um, what else do I have here? The other, I mean, there was a few things. And then, and then in practice the next day, Schlutterbeck broke Nicholas Fulkrug's nose at a practice match. So he defended way harder at the practice match than he did in the real match. So the whole time was like, Schlotterbeck! In my mind, I'm like, Schlotterbeck! Damn you, Schlotterbeck! <laughs> He's a mystery, that guy. I don't <laughs> understand why he has that job. <laughs> Me neither. Robert Gosens all the way. I don't know what the heck Schlotterbeck's with it. Or where, where does David Raum play? This, I don't know. I, I just don't. Schlotterbeck needs to stop being that thing. The other thing that impressed me was they focused on this Dr. Stefan Knapp, who's a video analyst. And it was so fun. He, he sits at the very top of the stadium, films the game, takes notes, and then at halftime runs his ass down the steps to get to the room. And during halftime at the World Cup, he played video of the first half, and they had a video analysis session in the dressing room at halftime. Isn't that crazy? I didn't. I did. I assumed. You know, I didn't think that. I assumed well, the video analysis was for Well, these days you see all the you, you see all the people the iPads, with, the, yeah. with the iPads, and sure, yeah. yeah. You know, I don't know, but the I don't know how effective this. So those are just uh, the other thoughts. Was Germany picked their camp to be isolated? And Hansi Flick had to drive three hours one way every time during a press conference, and he hated it every time. It's like, well, that's you guys planned that, you scheduled that, and well, then that he was didn't. Bierhoff, bring a, man, that was the Bierhoff problem. That is a that's maybe the one criticism Bierhoff gets. And then after the game, they lost to Japan. Bierhoff just sits them all down. And he's like, I am beyond disappointed with you guys. This was terrible. But the thing is, they're all very passive in how they speak, and the players are just sitting there with their heads down. Like little 20, they're all young boys. Like a school classroom full of boys where they did wrong, but no one really wants to be accountable for it. It was just really weird vibes. And I was like, you know what? This kind of sheds light on a lot. So if I had to fix the German national team, you need to watch it. You need to watch it. I'm going to, for sure. I mean, I'm, you know, I once it came out, I was like, oh, I got to watch it. But then it's like, you know, it's also going to be pretty painful. So I'm not going to, I wasn't like, oh, can't wait. I'm, but I'm totally gonna watch it this week. I'll tell you, I watched it. It was, I enjoyed it. I didn't. It was fun. It was cool just for me to see the behind the scenes a little bit. But yeah, so if I, based on just that documentary, a little bit of insight. If I had to fix Germany, I would hire a coach who's just a like that. That a hundred percent confirmed that Jorgen Klopp would be the perfect new national. Team Somebody coach. more animated. Animated, a man motivator, a guy, a guy who has a better psychological angle with his players. Like they even interviewed the team psychologist a few times, and he offered thoughts. And I was just like, I don't know if I agree with the things he's saying because it all contributes to like it's a psychology problem. The quality is there. All right, Japan is a good team, but they're not four one against us. Good quality wise, we have quality players. The strategy is whatever. The strategy, the talk strategy over and over again. And the strategy is fine. I think it boils down to the players. No, I agree. There, as a group, as a group, there's something broken. Yeah, there's something going on. So, so they need a coach who's a man motivator. They also don't need to be super overcoached. They are a smart team. Like the coaching level was fine. I thought the strategy was sound. 
but they, but they also like like if 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 I was the head coach and Kimmich was giving notes to one of the defenders, I would shut him down immediately, tell him to shut the f up, stay in his lane because he got smoked on the right wing. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want my players to be giving each other notes. Maybe that's a foosball thing. Maybe maybe it's a German. Well, I thing. guess it all depends. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it all depends. Yeah. You know, and then the head, the the captain Manuel Neuer was our captain, and also he says almost nothing is very passive. And d- no disrespect to Manuel Neuer, but he I mean, is that just a cultural thing? Is that worst. just is that just a bunch of Germans hanging out though? <laughs> that's the thing. If you watch it, <laughs> I'm let gonna. Me know. That's how I want I, your I'll take. Have on to, it. I'll have to. I'll have to. I'll have to check it out. It reminded me of the Dutch culture because the Dutch get in trouble because they're also very high soccer IQ and they love to go at each other. You know, the Dutch have gotten in trouble for that. Would you agree? Like sometimes the national teams are um, each other's worst enemies. Have they? Okay. Yeah. I, I know Schreider and like Robin went at each other in like 2010 or something. I don't know. So when I think of that. I saw well, Germany I don't think that's and necessarily like, eh, that going on. I don't think that's necessarily always bad. I think I think they don't always people obviously if you get bounced out of the group stage then you're like, oh, everything's terrible. But like I think a lot of a lot of teams have have uh, discontent among themselves and can still be successful. I don't think that's I don't think they all need to be friends and and constantly get along to be successful necessarily. But I agree uh, with that. My thing is that Hansi, like, there's also after when when they lost one of the games or when they're out of the World Cup, they showed video, and Hansi's like, he said nothing. He just there was the, he said the players like, all right, what's wrong with that? Like, he had them speak, and I'm like, you know what, Hansi, let's get a little more active. You're a little too passive. <laughs> need to need to earn your school. money. So like like what you're saying, like Han, I want a player deserves criticism of course but shouldn't it, it's the head coach's job hansi needs to be like hansi needs to be in people's that. faces right or am i wrong yeah it seemed it um yeah i'm 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 excited to see it i'm 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 going to watch it this week i'll tell you what i think what the I only think time week. the only time he raised his voice was during the halftime of the costa rica game hmm. and he finally spoke to them he said you're making them a better team you're making them this good. That's what you're doing to them. Like he really had, he really laid into them. And that was the first time someone laid into them the entire time. And it's just, it seems like a lot of decisions are being made for psychological reasons and it's just not working. So the fit, like, yeah, I mean, I think, well, yeah, maybe, maybe Rudy Fuller is the answer to that. I don't know. He seems to me, he's, that's not what Rudy Fuller's like. Rudy Fuller, I think, very much will just tell you how it he's is. He's going to be direct. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's, uh, uh, yeah, It'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, yeah, you know, I'm not always one to uh, call for the coach's head or be like, that's the answer to everything. But in this case, I mean, it really couldn't go on. These were some extremely, uh, almost all the games since the World Cup were pretty dispiriting overall. Right. And I would say, I mean, and, uh, the bigger ish. This started in 2017, right? I noticed when that FIFA Confederations Summer of Confederations Cup, the C team goes out there, destroys, they beat, they win. It's like Germany's the deepest country in the world. It's amazing, right? We win the Confed Cup in 2017 uh, with Marco Ever since then, Germany has never been the same. There was that year where the things were weird and the Saudi Arabia friendly, then the World Cup happened and we really stunk at the World Cup. And it was this weird vibe. And here we are, 
six years later and the vibe, the stink has never, the vibe is the same. That's sort of been my long-term vision. Hansi came in to fix it and he didn't. He just extended the vibe. He just extended it all. So. Yeah. All right. So here are the new coaches. Oh, so now that's me. done, who done it, right? You got your case files. Hansi Flick is dead. He's gone. Who's next? We got Rudy Fuller. We got Machia Sama. But the real the, the real list is uh, Julian Nagelsmann gets touted around. Oliver Glasner is getting touted around. That's very interesting to me. Um, uh, 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 Thomas Strunz. Let me get I get my Strunz and my Kunz mix up. Let me make sure. Oh yeah, we you uh, you had a whole you had a whole thing about that. Yeah, what's it? it's Thomas Strunz, right? Is he our guy? Thomas Strunz is. Strunz, uh, uh, maybe Thomas. No, no, this is okay. Thomas Strunz is not the guy. He's the other guy. Kunz is his name. Stefan Kunz. Who's the the youth Germany team guy? Um, And his name is Kunz. Stefan Kunz. Stefan Kunz. Stefan Kunz, he is the head coach of Turkey, but he was the long uh, German youth uh, uh, team coach. He, for whatever reason, is is getting – he's always on the top of the list. They, they must like him. Some with Stef, Stefan Kunz where he's he's on the list. So Stefan Kunz is on the list. So so we got, we got Kunz, we got Glasner, we got Nagelsmann, and uh, – and then uh, try to think who else was tired. Any other names you remember being tired around? That's all I've heard. And then, yeah, and then um, uh, Matthias for the summer thing. So, yeah, we need to get, I mean, we need to get Jorgen Klopp. I know, I know he's just starting with Liverpool. I know he's a Liverpool coach. Realistically, it would be this summer, not, not before that. That's true. But the reality is, we need to get our hands on Jorgen Klopp somehow. Uh, and, and, and if so, if, if someone forced me to make a decision, I would have Stefan Kunz take over because he seems to be some sort of national team horse whisperer that people like as an interim for nine months. His project is Euro twenty twenty four. That's the job. And then when and then if he does well, keep him. But he doesn't do well, splash the cash, money talks, bullshit walks. Hire Jorgen Klopp this summer. Does he Pay want to do it? Have we, do we have any... Pay him twice what he, he makes now it? and does force him to do it? Does he want to do it? Force him to do it. I mean, he could have any... I think it's time for him probably. his. I think his Liverpool time could come to an end. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see how it goes this year. Um, but then he could... He probably would have a lot of options. I don't know. If he wants to do great. Yeah, if he wants to do it, amazing. Um, well, let's say Jorgen yeah. Klopp is unavailable. It's very real. Who's the next coach? Who do you hire? You're the well, sport director. Well, it's not going to be Ralf Rangnick. Ralf Rangnick already said that he's not going to do it when nobody, I don't think anybody was like, oh, we should get <laughs> he, was like, he, he said he wasn't going to do it after nobody uh, said that he should do it. Anyway. Right. right. Uh, yeah, I think Zama is would be good if he's into it. I think um would he? He, he his last coaching he was, gig was two thousand four, I think. With yeah, Lucy but he Dormer. was good he was good then. And and the <laughs> and the national 
and the national team is is its own is its own thing i mean i think he's i don't know he he always struck me as a as a a a a competent and independent guy so um i don't know i i hadn't he wouldn't have occurred to me because he hasn't been coaching for this long but when i heard i was like oh yeah that sounds good uh, I don't know Woody Fellas is 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 up there in years, but also uh, could be a good could be a decent choice. He's done this kind of thing before successfully. Um, other and than that, successful. I don't have a I don't have a ton of uh, Streich. I want to throw Streich um, Streich's name in there. Freiburg. Gerd Streich. Well, I mean, they're going to get a club. They've already said they're not going to get any kind of double duty person. Right. Um, they're not going to get somebody to, who has a club job to do this on the side or whatever, which I think that makes sense. Um, yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess these club coaches, I don't know. It seems like what they want to do. It's like, yeah, I mean, sure. He would be good. I, I could imagine Streich being good. I could imagine. I mean, I don't know if Hugo, Julian Nagelsmann would not be good. It seems sort of odd, an odd fit sort of temperamentally. Like he doesn't seem like that would necessarily be his thing, but, um, he's also too I, yeah, young he, for me. He, I, I, yeah, it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel right somehow. Like, uh, um, I agree with that in terms of his, his whole temperament and, and kind of the, the gravitas of the job or whatnot. But like, I don't know, he could be fine too. It's a big job, right? Big pressure. We're hosting the arrows well, it's in not nine harder. Months. It's not harder than, Bayern, you know anybody? Anybody who's coached Bayern, do you understand what I'm saying? Though it's like felt jer- the pressure. The whole national team program is kind of hinging on what's going on right now. Yeah, but at the same the time, at, the, at and- the same time, it's also now pretty. Expectations are pretty low. Like I mean, I think that's like Klinsmann um, benefited from that in 2006 too. That people were like, "Well, this team's kind of in shambles, and we're hosting this big tournament." If we're not if we're not embarrassing ourselves, we're gonna we're gonna be fine. We're we're we'll, we're into it. So there's also there's also less pressure in some ways because now expectations are low. All right. So let's pretend Julian Nagelsmann gets appointed as coach tomorrow. How do you feel about that? Are you like, all right, let's go? Sure. Who who do you want to wake up tomorrow morning and read on kicker? That they've appointed X as head coach. Um, what article do you want to read? I mean, not Klinsmann. That's the that's the that's the one thing I. I, I mean, feel I don't think he's on about. the short list. <laughs> I don't think he's. I don't. I hope yeah, not. I don't think so either. But he's gonna. I think he's gonna get fired from Korea. Yeah. So, other than that, all the people, all the people we named, I could, I could be okay with it because we don't really, you know, we don't really know. I thought. I feel I feel extremely humbled um, by this whole situation because I I would have bet not my house maybe but like I was convinced Hansi Flick was going to do well and he was going to mm. turn this whole thing around and be very successful and so um, having been proven so wrong. I'm kind of at a loss as to what exactly the problem is and 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 who's going to fix it. So I don't really I don't have a good I don't feel like I have a I have a good sense of like oh this person would be great and 
Um, I'm open. I'm open to all, all the people that we listed. I think are are good are good options. And if Oliver Glasner gets a job, oh yeah, Oliver Glasner. It'll, it'll I be the not, first. I'm not. Uh, I, yeah, that I'm not. I'm not. He's not. Yeah, I don't think he's a good choice. Well, he'd be the first foreigner to ever have the job. How do you feel okay. about that? Yeah, I don't have a problem with with non-German people coaching the team. That's not that's fine. I don't think they would do that. And I don't, I'm not a big. You're a big Oliver Glasner fan. I'm not as I big am. a fan. Hmm. I'm. I don't. I don't rate him as highly. And so I don't think he is the. He'd be the choice. Um, I think he just confirmed that Oliver Glasner is the choice. <laughs> We <laughs> read that Oliver Glasner has taken over the reins of the. Perhaps, the I, and then I'll be I'll be wrong again. He'll, he'll win the he'll win the Euro next summer, and I will eat my. I mean, I'm spectacularly bad at predicting things, um, so. <laughs> so that's I mean, that. my theory is that they they need they lack motivation. They need a guy just kick him in the butt and be like, "You guys need to stop sucking," you know, or find a way to motivate them properly. <laughs> and I think Oliver Glasner. Probably is that guy. good at that. Maybe stop I mean, sucking, a, people. Well, he got criticized. Kick the ball a, in the goal. He's a small club manager. He's not very collaborative. That was sort of his big criticism, right? And I guess they'll struggle, especially as Woody Fuller is sort of the team manager, you know. But but he seems to be a dude who just goes right. Who tells people the way it is. I don't know. Maybe not as passive as Hansi Flick is. I don't hundred percent know. I'm not there behind the scenes, but you know. So I just want someone who's a little. It might be Rudy Fuller, man. Maybe Rudy Fuller is going to take us over through the through the summer. Maybe I don't know. I guess a lot now hinges on this game against France on Tuesday. How do you feel about this, by the way? When the Japan game was over, Hansi Flick hosted an open practice in Wolfsburg. They had an event after the game where he hosted an open practice in front of a bunch of fans. They had him do that after the game. And then they fired him after that event. I mean, what are they going to do? They have to fire him I mean, before the event. Okay. Uh, well, well, I mean, after, I mean, it was like the, two days later, like the next day or whatever. They had this event. And then Derek Ray on Twitter was like, Hansi Flick is running the training. So, and then he was fired the next day. So it's like, well, that's for shitty on the guy. Um, but anyway. Oh, I don't know. Anywho. You, you got the job until you don't. I mean, he said, yeah. Yep, that's it, huh? Well, uh, yeah. We'll Hansi, I, Hansi's flicked. I, Hansi is flicked. I definitely would be into some sort of interim, and I want Jürgen Klopp over the summer. I think, to me, that is ideal. Uh, Jürgen Klopp would be great. I don't think we have any, you know, it's always like... I mean, you can talks. assume, but... You can Bullshit assume walks. that they always make that they the DFB is not going to pay them as much as Liverpool is. So it's always it's always something like you, he has to he has to want to do it. And if uh, uh, and if he does, then good for him. If not, we don't know. All big right. game. The big game is on Friday. Bayern München is playing Bayer Leverkusen, second against first in the Bundesliga. It's a big one. Are Leverkusen for real? They have to prove it on the road at Bayern. Very cool. That's not what I want to talk about right now, though. Although that would be that's a big that's game. My little, that's game. my little. That's my little preview. Well, that is a good preview. We have got the big game coming up, which is interesting because so many like Florian Vets and like all the players part of that game are coming from this really crazy, depressing 
<laughs> national team break. So I wonder if that'll have a psychological effect on them in any way. Maybe it'll be freeing. Who knows? But that's not what I want to. I want to end this episode on a light note. We had a heavy discussion. The German national team program is flailing. The DFB have no answers. I'm just they got to solve it. They got to figure it out. And we're waiting with anticipation to see what the deal is. But that's not what I want to talk about. I had myself a little day trip to one of my favorite stores. About an hour, hour and a half south of me is a little place called the Old World Village, I think. It's got a it's got a little nice oh, yes. deli, and it's got a, a beer hall. I, I should go there for a German national team you know, one of these days. And they also just opened up a vintage toy store in that same market. So it's like a market with German stuff and old video game and toy stuff. It's like my two interests put in one market. But anyway, I had myself a little trip to the market. So I'd love to introduce an official, make an official segment. It's been unofficial in the past. It's time to be official. <laughs> this segment is... Let's Quatsch hear it. About das ist Ketchup. Kinderüberraschung erfüllt. Drei Wünsche auf einmal. Nutella. Der Morgen macht den Tag. Haribo macht Kinder froh. Und Erwachsene ebenso. Ich bin ja echt Fan von Bier und Bratwurst. Wurst, 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 Wurst. There we go. How it plays in, plays in loop. That is Quatsching about Nash. Quatsching about Nash. Talking about food, yeah? Talking about food. I went to German Deli. I got a lot. I bought a Bauernbrot. Ooh. Delicious thing about board. I bought a, a heavy slice. fiber, heavy fiber, heavy, heavy dose fiber. of fiber. I need it. I bought an Erdbeer. <laughs> I bought an Erdbeer torta. It was delicious. Mm. I brought a Berliner, which was Strawberry less delicious because cake. I, Berliner jelly donut. I put it in the fridge. I shouldn't have done that, but the cake was delicious. Mm. Uh, they, they also have Zacher torta. I didn't buy one, but there was one there. Ooh, too uh, heavy. Amazing stuff. But then what I did buy was I bought a new type of marzipan. Lint makes marzipan. Lint marzipan. Give me a second. Let me fix my thing here. Uh, virtual background is none. Okay, cool. Lint makes a pretty decent marzipan. Oh, yeah. I'm not a... You're not a marzipan guy. I think this has come up before. Yeah, I'm not a marzipan mm -hmm. guy myself. Mm -hmm. Got my yeah, yeah. That's the one. That's the one I'm familiar with. That's the real stuff. And then I bought Funny Frisch, which Bastian Schweinsteiger Frisch. and Manuel Neuer have been spokesmen for a long time. They have different types of chips. Ah, yes. I got something called Etnos Flippies. Etnos Flippies, which I never really had before. No, They're I'm good. not familiar. They taste like little peanut butter things. What is that? What does that say right there? Mit frisch gemahlenen Erdnüssen von Öltje. I guess Öltje is a peanut company. These are freshly cracked, freshly ground peanuts. So I knew that's kind of what it said, but in my mind with my German-Americanness and my lack of, I was like, gemahlen, freshly drawn peanuts? <laughs> it's like gemahlen. Oh, gemahlen. Oh, no. Malen, uh. malen, the like drawing is without an H. Yeah. But this was the. They also had some onion rings and stuff. They had panat and claim was crazy. But this is the big panat claim. This was this was the one when you texted me blew my mind because I had not thought of panat and claim. But that's like it's like, I guess the closest thing is Nivea, right? They make this like very right. thick uh, Nivea lotion they that, they, that they can too. buy. They can buy here. That's you can buy that in America. This sort of oh. thick lotion that you can put on. 
you know, if you have a boo-boo or whatever, the Penang creme is a version of that, but it's even more like sort of medicinally smelling, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it's, it's better, right? They don't really have that here. Like it's like a Vicks VapoRub, but a, I mean, I think it's a little bit like the magic spray that they use right. in sockets. Like you just put something on, and it's like you know, it heals because somebody's like taking care of you. Well, they had Panat and Clay. Maybe I'll buy a vial next time to see what the. I remember it using as a kid, and my sister and mom stressed when they go to Germany I always buy a tub because they really stressed by it. But the big thing is, I love currywurst and currysauce. Mm-hmm. Hela has apparently released a new little. This thing is a here. new a new version of the of the currywurst sauce that we've been recommending. Yeah, I think what we have is the old school ketchup. The brown, uh, the the brown bottle is a little off-putting in color. I would say just off well, the bat. I think it's the color of the new mix or whatever. So I, I yeah, had this like, the other day. Yeah, it's it's like you're buying a bottle of poo poo, right? I mean, the poo-poo. old mix also was kind of brown, but the bottle was red, and I think that right. works better. It's like you don't feel yeah. So how was it? You said you had it. How was it? Really, really good. Because I'm very hesitant with new stuff. and So this is not a ketchup. This is a Zorsa. Apparently, they're advertising this as like the all-in-one. You just need this. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, because when you go to Currywurst Buddha, they have the curry ketchup. And I think they spice a little bit sometimes and they mix yeah, it. Yeah, they put a little that. curry on top. Put a little curry on top. This is like, no, you just need this. So I, I had this with some French fries. And it was the curry ketchup, but with a little bit more of a tomato-y, ketchup-y texture to it if that makes sense huh. a little bit more of a texture to it and it was it i was like dang this is it this is like i could make a sausage and fries and just cover it in this stuff and it's going to be a pretty dang authentic curly voice. so thumbs up if you ever find this in a market near you all right curly voice, a light picant in the brown bottle maybe uh-huh. in new york they have at the world market that's where you used to buy it there yeah. So, yeah, so that was just a little update on my i went to the german deli got myself some food i'm excited about and that was the inaugural Quatching about Nash. Quatching about Nash. Knusper, knabber, knackig, frisch, funny, frisch. Freunde, das ist Ketchup. Kinderüberraschung erfüllt. Drei Wünsche auf einmal. Nutella, der Morgen macht den Tag. Haribo macht Kinder froh. Und Erwachsene ebenso. Ich bin ja echt Fan von Bier und Bratwurst. Well done, well done. They have this on Amazon, the, the brown bottle currywurst sauce. It's available. Yeah, are you going to give it a try? I'm going to give it a try. I mean, I'm due yeah. for, I think, my current bottle, which is red in color, is winding down. So I think I'm I'm probably in the market for a replacement. I'll, yeah, I'll give tell, it a shot. I'll give it a shot. Tell me your thoughts. Tell me your thoughts. Tell me if you're I could pour it. If the, if the bottle is too off-putting, I can just pour it into the old <laughs> red one. Yeah, yeah. Trick yourself. Trick yourself. All right, cool. Um, so Fantastic. Any thoughts? I it. don't have any last thoughts. It's 11:15. Yeah, thanks German, for Are we going to be a good are we going to be a good soccer country again or is, are we now a basketball nation? We will find out. Or are we It's up yeah. to Rudy Feller on Tuesday to give us Let's a skip. Let's skip no ein Rudy Feller. Ein Rudy Feller. I'm Rudy Fala. All right. Uh, see you all next week. Uh, we'll see how Germany is against France. We'll see the Bayer Bayern game. And we'll see you all then. Tschüss. Tschüss. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>